Jack Sparrow. Ah, oh, Hector. It's been too long, hasn't it? I, Ilya de Muerte, remember. You shot me. No, I didn't. <laughs> Steer the wheel. Paddle the boat. <laughs> How do you do a pirate ship? <laughs> How does Have a boat work? Have you ever been work? on a sailboat? I, uh, no, not a sailboat. Oh, just like a regular boat. Well, I have seen the pirate ship that used to. Because the two are very different. <laughs> no, I've I've seen the pirate ship that sails close to the shore at Panama City Beach, and mm-hmm. it fires a cannon and it scares you when you're sitting on the beach. Yeah. Um, so that is the closest I've. You, done you to being on the a government, pirate ship. You think that the government would just get those guys eventually? <laughs> you think uh, Beckett would have gotten rid of all them? He I know, really doesn't like pirates. Well, they're you know they didn't get to all of them, so there was just some residual pirates left over. Mm-hmm. What if that is just a real pirate ship and it's not like a tourist thing? It's just and the, everyone's the like, last Yay. pirate. <laughs> Someone does actually get hit by a cannonball. Every now and then, <laughs> they just cover it up. How far do you think those shoot? Um, that's a great question. Those, those ships, when they fire, they like you know get right up on each other. Oh yeah, they get um, all up on each other. You know, they're not shooting at great distances, except for when Davy Jones has like the three cannons up front. Mm-hmm. But he's but here's here's the kicker: he's also not real. So, oh, that's true. He is an octopus one, man one, from hell. One could assume <laughs> he <laughs> calls himself the devil multiple times. Yeah, I think. Um, I I mean, I feel like we we do learn the mechanics of how the the uh, Davy Jones role is passed down over time. The captain of the Flying Dutchman. So it is kind of like the Santa Claus <laughs> if you think <laughs> about it. <laughs> so maybe he is the devil, but the devil is. Um, whoever's heart is in the box at the time. Whoever, yeah, because you do have to kill the first Santa yeah. Claus to become the next. <laughs> it's pretty much the same. Um, yeah, that's true. Welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shap Smith, the greatest good you're ever going to get. And my name is Clint Jazz Hands Page, and I'm what the French do call... And today we're both a little bit <coughs> sick. Yeah, this is the sick episode. So it's our sick if, episode. If both of our voices sound deep, scratchy, and sultry, uh, just know it's because we are filled with infection. If um, if it sounds like I am speaking with less energy than normal, do not mistake that for me not liking the movie that we're talking <laughs> about today, because that is not what is happening. If you hear us cough multiple times into the microphone, just know it is not uh, the demons being expelled from our body, but yet it is us expressing our gratitude for Gorbavinsky. Mm-hmm. Oh, Did that man. make sense? I I went with it. It's probably because I'm not on CBD oil currently. I did it once. I did uh, it once. You, you did it once? 
CBD I did oil? the CBD. Oh, okay. I did it, and um, did it chill you out? It it really mellowed me out, honestly. Now I can never run for president, <laughs> or alternatively. I will become president. I think this is going to make our podcast go viral. You talking about this entirely legal thing that you did exactly one time. <laughs> My wife just walked in here and glared at me. It's probably because she's high as a kite on CBD oil. Yeah, honestly. Careful. She's got a knife. It leads to other things. <laughs> um, well, we do have some heavy news for everyone today before we get into the subject matter of this episode which is Pirates. Mm. Um, there's another Pirates movie, and we will talk about it. But unfortunately, um, the streaming wars have ended, and we are now under the control of Disney. Well, Disney has laid its thumb hard on our necks. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, the phrase. Okay. Um, <coughs> and here we are. In the year 2019, and we are all bowing down to the mouse, $7 per month. And his right-hand henchman, Baby Yoda, who is, <laughs> who is, and I'm looking at my hand to see what the note that I wrote on it, he, who uh-huh. is daddy. Ba- yeah. Baby Yoda is daddy now. I think that, like, I, you know, I, I didn't know males could get baby fever. Uh, but, yeah. But, buddy, I got it. I got baby Yoda fever for sure. I I mean, yeah. I want a baby Yoda so bad now. I mean, he is, and hear me out, he is the real boss baby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. If if when my baby comes out of me and <laughs> my wife's just audibly gagged at me saying that, uh, <laughs> when my baby when my baby slides out of me, if it were to look like Baby Yoda, don't get me wrong, I'd probably return it. And it would probably hurt coming out. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's what you think. But if it looked like the Baby Yoda, you know, I I wouldn't enjoy it. But if someone else's baby looked like the Baby Yoda and they gave it to me, I would say it was cute. Um, but not my own baby that slid <laughs> out of my body. Uh, a lot of people are saying that the baby Yoda <laughs> is not Yoda himself, but just a member of the same species as Yoda. And I would like to go on the record saying, no, that is not true. <laughs> he is the baby Yoda. He is Yoda himself. Have you ever seen a green man with pointy ears like that? No, I've only seen one. It's Yoda. Or what if this alternatively, what if the species is called Yoda? Have you thought of that? Um, Bill Maher? Have you thought of that, Bill Maher? I- I, I, I'm assuming he is one of the critics. Bill Maher is extremely up in arms about Baby Yoda. He has not stopped tweeting about it. It's not even really Yoda. <laughs> you idiots. Um, but Baby Yoda's in charge now, and so is the mouse. Um, Clint, what have you watched on Disney Plus, the gift that our merciful overlords have bestowed upon us? I have watched uh, Baby Yoda and The Mandalorian. <laughs> Baby Yoda's are us. Baby Yoda's R Us. Um, I have watched Pirates of the Caribbean three at World's End, which oh, we'll I have also later. watched that. Um, with my with my laugh, I have also watched um most of Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> Wait, most of the series? Yeah, most of the series. It's only two seasons. Oh. Didn't know that. Wow. Uh, so not you know not a lot on there. Um, we tried watching Pixar in real life, but. Much like 
high school improv. It went on for far too long. I uh, I saw the trailer for that and wasn't really excited about it. It didn't look that, that good. Of, that type of stuff gets it for me. You know, like stuff that happens in real life, you know. I hate the real world. That's why you watch cartoon. Uh-huh. Uh, what have you watched on Disney Plus? I have watched the Baby Yoda's R Us, <coughs> also known as the Mandalorian. I've watched Pirates of the Caribbean and World's End. I have watched a little bit of Clone Wars. Um, oh, interesting. The series. I'd like to. So I'm I'm watching through the Star Wars prequels right now because I watched through the original trilogy um, this summer, and I would like to watch all the Star Wars movies before Episode Nine comes out. Um, the Star Wars mm-hmm. prequels are bad let me tell you sure the things that people say about these these movies that i have not seen in years are true and we are going to have to cover them on the show um they're boy boy. they're bad movies and i have watched the first two on disney plus and then i watched um, the first half of the clone wars movie which is not nearly as good as the show um, but it does not have a baby Yoda in it, but it has a baby Jabba the Hutt in it, which Whoa. I don't know Hold what on. it is about this. What? Really? Yes. The plot of that movie. So I'm sure you are familiar. Anakin has a, pa- a Padawan, you know, that's the, it's like, a, oh, Anakin's got a Padawan. They got to go on missions. They got to rescue baby Jabba is what they got to do. It's a, it's very similar to the Mandalorian, but it is baby no, slug no. boy. Like, I really cannot remember for the life of me. I can't, I don't know if this is a bit. It is not a bit. This is a movie that was out in theaters in, like, 2009, I think. Their goal is to save baby Jabba the Hutt? Um, Well, the way they spin it is, like, during the Clone Wars, Jabba's baby gets um, kidnapped, and he wants the Jedi to help him. And the Jedi are like, well, I guess we got to help Jabba because they want him on their side because, you know, the Huts are like outside of the Republic. So they're like, well, we want to keep Jabba the Hutt mm. happy. So they send Anakin and his new Padawan to solve the mystery. And I can't really remember, but I think it ends up that like Count Dooku or someone is the one that stole the baby. Um, but Who's I'll watch the second Anakin's half later. Padawan? Uh, her name is Ahsoka, and she's pretty cool. She holds her lightsaber upside down, which is a very cool thing. Oh, it's yellow, right? Uh, no, she's got a green lightsaber. Oh, she has a green saber. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. But she holds it like upside down like a dagger and it's pretty sweet. Uh, like like yeah. I, I, I think I know who you're what you're talking about now. Yeah. Um, is she is she orange? Is she an alien? She is an alien, yes. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know, not like stereotyping that they're all orange. Right. I mean, we're all aliens. It <coughs> she in some is form or the other. Not a human. Um but that is most of what I've watched on Disney Plus thus far. I watched the new Lady and the Tramp too, which um, that's yeah, fine. It wasn't. Yeah, my favorite. I I heard it was like yeah, you could watch this or you could watch the original. Yeah, and that was really it. Um, it's better than. Uh, Lion do King. these dogs talk? The dogs do talk, and they are real dogs, but they have um, faces that are have CGI glued on top of them, so they can talk. Mm. Isn't Sam Elliott in this? Uh, Sam Elliott is in it. Yes, and he he plays a dog that looks like Sam Elliott, like Sam Elliott would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's not bad. It's not great. Um, oh, yeah. I think <coughs> I'm excited for the rewards that Disney Plus will bring us as they will bestow on us for this ringing endorsement mm-hmm. that we are giving them. the The clouds are the the skies are gray with the airships of Disney Plus overhead and I don't see any end to this in sight. 
can but we they're in charge only now. review can we please only review disney property not because it's like intrinsically better than anything we, because else we just can because watch the, it on disney plus yeah because the ease of getting on disney plus and watching it makes it 10 times better i mean honestly like i don't want to only do disney stuff but it would i feel like we will end up doing more disney <laughs> stuff now and if that yeah, gets more so. people to listen because they're also they're e- able to watch along easier, hey, I'm cool with that. Let's lean into Disney stuff. Yeah, and if it's going to fill our greedy pockets, then yeah, yeah let's go for it. Because we do get $100 every time anyone listens to our show. Mm-hmm. I quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> I lost uh, my health insurance. Yeah. I'm really hoping that somebody finally listens for once so we can finally get our first hundred dollars. Yeah. I mean, this is a big gamble that I took on with with this, but you know, I'm this is the new wave. This is of this media. This is the new wave of media. But anyway, uh we are talking about Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Um it is the third film in Gore Verbinski's Pirates of the Caribbean series and the only or the last one that he directed so that's right the third and final of the Gore Verbinski um trilogy Mm -hmm. um and uh I think we are going to disagree about this one (laughs) yeah looking at letterboxd I can already uh I mean we're it's an unspoken rule that we do peek at each other's uh each other's ratings we do like to peek yeah we like to peek a little bit we used to not we're peaky blinders it's so good. Do it again, Taron Kill or what's his name? I don't, Killian Murphy. I don't know. I have not seen the show. Yeah, yeah uh, um, the Scarecrow from Bat from Batman correct. Begins. Batman Begins. Um, yeah, it's an unspoken rule that we peaky blinders at each other's episodes and or each other's <laughs> ratings on. Uh, ah man, on on, on the movie before on the episode. MySpace. On MySpace. Um. We used to not do that, and then we realized that it didn't flow as well, so we changed. Duh, should we? We should get into our personal experience before we get into our first impressions, right? Correct. Would you like to go first in that? Sure. So um, I saw this movie with my family, my whole family. There's five of us, mom, dad, and the rest. And uh, we went and saw it at the Rave, which we, we've talked about that movie theater before. It's the closest one to my home. Um, and I can remember specifically after seeing this movie, I'm pretty sure we saw like a late, a later screening of it. I want to say we went in at like nine o'clock, um, and then it ended and it was like midnight when we were done. And I I just remember my dad saying, that was way too long. And that was the only (laughs) thing he said the entire car ride home. He's not my dad hate, <laughs> No, my dad hates si- hates seeing movies in theaters. Mostly, I'm guessing, because he had to pay for all of us and our snacks. Um, also, and, and, I, w- I just want to oh. interject, interject and say, I don't know your dad that well, but what you said was a pretty good impression of what he sounds like. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, he, he, just comp- he didn't say anything the whole movie. Um, he d- wasn't like checking his phone, but I do remember him falling asleep in the movie. Um, but yeah, that's it, uh, what dads be like, though, in movies. Do you want to know? Um, Will what your dad the, be uh, like? No, the first movie that my dad took me and my sister to go see was. Um, mouse. Sorry, hunt? we're deviating a little bit. No, not <laughs> Mouse Hunt. 
Do you remember that movie? Um, Another Gorbinsky flick. It was, it was, was it? Yep. It was Mouse Hunt Gorbinsky? Wow. Yep. Interesting. Um, but well, it was that movie. I think it was called Racing Stripes. Oh, I do remember that. It was about when they put a zebra in the Kentucky Derby. It was. And it, what if and zebra it fast? Did it win? What if zebra? I think it did. Hold it's on. It's like, what if zebra goes zoom? I want to Google, are zebras fast? And I am typing. <laughs> are zebras fast? <laughs> zebras don't run as quickly as horses. They max out at around 35 miles an hour. Okay, now I have that, to say, how fast? How fast do horses do? How fast horses do? do horses run? <laughs> Uh, r- horses can run about fifty-five miles an hour. So holy crap! I'm gonna be saying racing stripes ain't ain't a real movie. I'm saying that horses can run fifty miles an hour. That's so fast. It's really fast, and that's why they did a whole derby about it in Kentucky. Dang, those horses are fast. But yeah, that was the first movie my dad <laughs> took me to go see in theaters. Um, the second was the Pokemon movie, mm. and um. We've talked about that one. We have, we have, correct. Uh, but yeah, that was really my personal experience. Was my whole family uh, going and seeing this movie together? My dad complaining about how long it was, and then really not paying attention to it until uh, earlier this week. Um, did you like the movie at the time? Um, I think I, I, I'm trying to remember back. Um. I don't think that I really did like it at the time. Uh, this was, I guess, on the the beginning. I was on the precipice of those years when I thought it would be cool to not like stuff. Um, and so I was kind of on the cusp of that uh, when, when this movie came out. But, you know, my uh, rating still kind of stands where it was. Um, you know, even in my youth, I adored the first two. And this one just fell off to me, even even in my youth and innocence see that surprises me because you told me that you were that you thought the second one was even better than the first and i feel like this one just Correct. takes the direction of the second one and goes even farther in that direction okay well let's hear your personal experience then. okay i saw this movie um 2007 so i was in seventh grade um I remember that my this was right around the time where they stopped having midnight premieres and started doing like 9 p.m. premieres. We weren't quite to the mm-hmm. 8 p.m. premiere, but we were doing 9 p.m. at the time. Um, and I really wanted to see this opening night. My brother was going with his cool high school friends, and so I couldn't go with him. And I was really sad, and it was like pouting about it all day. Um, and then my mom was like, fine, I'll take you at 9 o'clock. And we, <laughs> so it was me and my mom. Um, yes. And I don't think she had seen either of the other two. So I was like in the car being like, okay, so there's this guy named Jack. Uh, he uh, is kind of <laughs> wacky and crazy. Will is a good boy, um, but he might be pirate sometimes. Uh, Barbos is back and we don't really know why. Um, and she was like, I don't care. <laughs> like she probably just slept through it. I don't know. But um, I went and saw it and I loved it. It's a great movie. <laughs> I just can't even imagine. Like, I don't have kids. I'm I'm 25. You and I are both 25. Um, but going to a movie at, like, 9 o'clock with a 7th grader, yeah. I just don't think I could do it at this point in life. Yeah, my mom's pretty great. If she listens yeah. to this show, great job, give Mom. Her, give her an award. I, w- I hope she doesn't listen. Yeah. Um, my dad has listened to this a couple times. 
here's what uh here's my dad's criticism of the show. Um, he said, I like when y'all talk about the movies, but you talk about death way too much. What? Death? Do we? I don't think so. I don't think there, we I do. I think just one episode he listened to, we talked about dying, and he was uh, kind of asked me if I was okay. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a joke, daddy. Wow. Okay. Well, hi, Clint's dad. I love you. Um, so that's our personal experience. I think we should get into our first impressions because, like you said, we disagree strongly on Letterbox about this one. Um, Correct. Give me your out of ten rating for this. Yeah. So I gave it a four out of ten. Um, heresy. And her- <laughs> yeah, which apparently is heresy. Um, it was, and the reasoning behind this is because it it was just a lot. Like this. I already put it in well, the show good. notes, but um, when we talk about the 10,000-foot view, I already put in parentheses, Clint will need help. Just cause <laughs> you did say that. <laughs> there's so much that goes on in this movie. Uh, you know, it. the last part of it, even though it is kind of the most, like, <laughs> memeable in a lot of ways, like, they do, like, get married partial through a fight, and that's something. It rules... But it 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 does rule like the the whirlpool ship battle d- does rule pretty hard and barbosa um, performing a wedding we we're on the barbosa train like why are you yes. not excited about barbosa performing a wedding while fighting off british dudes no you uh, you didn't let me finish like oh, okay, i said sorry. while that is the most memeable it is the best part of the movie in my opinion uh yeah, the but there's also a bunch of crabs stuff <laughs> okay but I, you know, it's there was just kind of a lot of random crabs. stuff that came up. <laughs> a lot of, cra- yeah, there definitely were a lot of crabs. So uh, many in this. More, more than the first two, uh, I would say. Um, but it, I don't. It was also incredibly long, and there were a lot of scenes. Like I said, I watched a lot of behind the scenes stuff for this movie. Um, there were a lot of scenes that, believe it or not, were cut out. And probably would have added a lot of additional context to this movie, like yeah, there, you know, not to like spoil where all the crabs bit. came from. Yes, crab origin story. But you see, um, Elizabeth's father is dead, um, or I guess assumed to be dead, because we see his his spirit in his mm-hmm. little lonely boat uh, sailing to Davy Jones' locker. Um, and and she scene. stops him to talk to him at, about like how did you die? And he's just like, "There's a chest Ooh. with a heart in it." <laughs> yeah. So it did, yeah, he only like, wants to talk about the chest, and she's like, "But well, you're that, dead." That's kind of the thing, though, is that there's a scene that was cut out where he is about to stab Davy Jones' heart, and ah. um, Lord Beckett, or uh, no, not Cut, not Lord Beckett. Uh, what's his name? Norrington, Cut- uh, oh. Admiral Norrington. Um, mm. Admiral Norrington stops him, and then Beckett and his little guy that looks kind of like wrinkly Colin Mockery um, <laughs> determine yes, that accurate. they're yeah that they're going to uh, kill Governor Swan hmm. at that point, and then uh, that's that's cut out. Interesting. Um, that okay. I while we're talking about him dying, I have to bring this up. Sure. Um, when when uh, Wrinkly Colin Rockery goes to Beckett and says, <laughs> um, like whatever, he's like he knows too much, or he's he's like he's asking a lot of questions about the heart. 
and then it you hear like the organ music playing and then they get in the lifeboat and they're paddling away and the governor's like crying you know like yeah it's impl- and you hear like the sound of a gun loading like it's implied that they're taking him out to kill him correct correct yeah that's that's my assumption okay that uh listen here see, yeah in the very next scene he is on the boat with beckett oh, oh no. in the background <laughs> i think that is just a blatant error like sure maybe that was originally supposed to be um, before his death or it wasn't um, he wasn't supposed to be in that scene but he's just he doesn't have any lines or anything he's just standing behind Beckett and I was like wait I thought he just died yeah that's the thing though is the the editing got a little disjointed because they the the scene that I was talking about takes place before that scene so okay it yeah the, and and there's a moment where um, that was cut out as well where he's like you you, you know, you blew up those ships, Davy Jones. My daughter could have been on that. And he's like, your daughter is dead, eaten by my pet. You know, that type of stuff. <laughs> oh, my yeah, wife. he thinks um, he's killed her. That makes sense. Correct. Um, and, and that's kind of what triggers, um, what's his face, uh, Swan, to go try and stab Davy Jones' heart. But they cut out, like, all that, which is maybe ten minutes worth of dialogue. Hmm. And I guess that would have added a lot of additional context. So you're saying this movie would be better if it was four hours instead of three hours. That's the thing, <laughs> is that this movie was so long, but there was a lot of contextual moments that were missing. Yeah. Uh, because they were like, we can't make a movie that's 12 hours long. Okay. I was about to say I think this would have worked better as, better as a TV show, which I kind of said about the last one, too. Sure. But now that Disney's in charge now with Baby Yoda ruling at the right hand of Mickey Mouse... He's got a gun. Uh, he's got a gun. Head. We are scared of Baby Yoda. Um, he's reaching out with his little three fingers. Let me just ask you this: Pirates of the Caribbean Disney Plus TV show win? Oh, Dad, I would watch that. I would enjoy this. I would watch this television program. But to whom is the main character? I don't know. I kind of just want it to be in this world, um, and like, I, I'm, I don't need Jack Sparrow anymore. No, thank you. If you want to include no, like Agreed. Barbosa in it. I'm cool with that, but I don't know. It could yeah. be new characters, just like this, like ghost pirate world where all of the like sea legends are actually true is just a very cool world, and I'd like to see more stuff happen in it. It could be like an anthology series, like um, what's it called, American Horror Story? You know, it could be, or just give me some new, some new young characters to follow in this pirate world and do a silly TV and show funny. about them. Silly and funny, or. New Silly and Funny, which return yeah. well, not new. They were actually the OG Silly and Funny, but they return in this one. And they become pirates. So now there's two pirate Silly and Funnies. Oh, so many sillies and so many funnies. I haven't even said my uh, first impression yet. I need yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear that. So I gave this movie an 8 out of 10. Um, Surprise. Uh, and my reason being, it's fantastic and wonderful. It is too long. And it is a little bit confusing. Like I said that I was watching through the Star Wars prequels right now. Um, and all mm-hmm. of those movies are so confusing because you're like, wait, who is doing what? And why Why is this character with this character? And what's happening? There's a lot of that in those. And I, I will admit there's a lot of that in this movie. That being mm-hmm. said, I love it. And it's very good. And there's a lot of crabs in it. So it gets an 8 out of 10. You do like crabs. I love crabs. I drew one yeah. for Inktober. 
You did draw one for Inktober that had a little birthday hat on it. It had a little birthday hat. It's Krabs' birthday. Crabtober. Um, this is a very good movie, and I will convince you that it is good. Okay, let's. You know, you did tell me that off the air um, uh-huh. that you would convince me that it's good. I, you know, my body is an open vessel. Um, go ahead and have at it. Uh, well, do we want that to happen before or after the ten thousand foot view? We want it to happen after the ten thousand foot view. I think we want that. <laughs> and you said that you're going to need some help with the ten thousand foot view, but I am going yeah. to make you take the lead on this, and I will jump in as necessary. I would like yeah, to just... hear what you think this movie is about. <laughs> okay. Uh, first of all, the gang's all here. They're gang back all, at gang's it. Gang's all here. Well, pirate. Not one the of them yet. Gang's all here. What? One of the boys is. I mean, he's here, That's but he's true. not here yet at the beginning. He's here, but not here, you, you know? He's kind of the main S- one. He's kind of the main one that uh, that isn't there, actually. Um, so the thing is, here's the here's the deal. Um, there's th- They have to get Jack back from Davy Jones' locker. They have to. Uh, and they have to, and, th- and they're doing it because Will wants his daddy back. I um, want his daddy back. Elizabeth wants her Will back. Right? Um, yes. She wants Will back. Well, I think it's important they explain in this movie that they need him back because he is one of the pirate lords, which is Correct. not made known in the second movie. And you're kind of like, like we we talked about this in the last episode, like why are they all in agreement that they need to get Jack back? <laughs> he kind of sucks. And, and yeah, that is additional context where they're like, oh wait, he is so like now we're magical, like, okay, I guess. They actually need him. Like they yeah. need all of the pirate lords. Okay. Correct. Go on. Um, which apparently it's very easy just to make somebody else a pirate lord, but you know, yes, uh, he <laughs> well, he didn't do that. Yeah, he had to do it himself. Correct. Um, and then Barbosa wants Jack back. <coughs> <coughs> Please edit that out. Um, nope. Barba- <laughs> it's our Barbosa wants Jack back uh, so that he can get uh, the Black Pearl. He do love that boat. He want that boat. Um, I would get that boat. Um, and when they're getting, so in this world, um, it's going to sound like I'm on like Sudafed or something because I'm jumping around so I think we're doing about a a thousand foot view at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Davy Jones is killing all the pirates because Lord Beckett is controlling him with his heart. And Davy Jones also loves Calypso, who is surprised Tia Doma is a goddess, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's pirate politics. You forgot one thing. She is a lot of crabs. She is also a lot of crabs. She's everything, technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also the sky and the water. Um, And then Davy Jones gets killed. Oh, spoilers, by the way. We never say this before the 10,000-foot view. I mean, um, if you're listening to this, I assume you've seen the movie. Yeah. Davy Jones does get killed by Will. Will, well, kind of by Will, by <laughs> Jack through Will. You, we, you just were talking about like the opening scene, and now we're at J- Davy Jones's death. Yeah, because I realized I would have taken close to three hours trying to summarize this, so I'm trying just to jump around and remember all the talking points, and can then I help you, you can fill in. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, the guy gets the f- pirate lords, which to fight all the bad guys because De- uh, because um, Beckett is bad man. And he has Davy Jones. He is sinking all the pirate ships now because Beckett's in charge. They need pirate lords, so they get Jack back. They go to Davy Jones' locker to get back 
to the real world, they got turned the ship upside down. That's a fun scene. Um, Sao Feng is another pirate. He is from Singapore, and they try to get him to help, but um, he um, is now wanting to. <laughs> What's he want? <laughs> he so Will was uh, gonna. Will offered to um, give him Jack Sparrow. He wants Jack for some reason. I can't remember why. To get the Black Pearl. Um, sure. Sure. But he's a pirate lord. He ends up getting killed by Beckett's dudes. Beckett um, thinks that Elizabeth is Calypso, which she's not. So he Beckett makes her. Does not the... think Elizabeth Calypso. Huh? South Fang thinks. Sorry, Elizabeth sorry. Is yes. Calypso. South Fang thinks this. Um, and South Fang, uh, thinking this, get makes her a pirate lord, um, taking his place. And then they go to the castle made out of dead pirate ships, which is very cool. Um, very Keith cool. Richards shows up. He's a pirate lord as well. All the pirate lords are there. The gang's all here. Um, and <laughs> Elizabeth. The boys are back in town. Elizabeth becomes the king of all pirates, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very funny that, spoiler alert, Will becomes the pirate Grim Reaper and she becomes the king of every pirate. <laughs> yes, so, correct. Which just like looking back at these characters in the first movie, it's just very funny that that's where they end up. Um, they yeah. fight the bad guys. Um, Jack wants to stab the heart of Davy Jones and put his own heart in there so he can live forever. But then Will gets stabbed and he is selfless for once and helps Will stab the heart and puts Will's heart in there. And then it ends with uh, Barbosa stealing the Black Pearl from Jack again. And Jack's on the run, going to go find the Fountain of Youth. He's got the map. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, and Elizabeth can only see Will every 10 years because he is now a Davy Jones boy. But he's with his daddy, so he's happy-ish. And now the and crew, scene. because Davy Jones gets uh, does die and falls into the whirlpool, um, all, they're healed. Like, all their, you know, oh, all yeah. their sea appendages fall off of them. They're real boys now. They're real boy now. Which, if you remember the uh, the fourth one, where Will is like more Davy Jones, they, they do grow their sea appendages back. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. Um, um, Stellan Skarsgård, I do believe, had like one of the best performances out of all of these movies in a very short scene. Uh, which scene specifically? Where he was like uh, talking to Elizabeth, yeah, and he's like, "My boy, Will." Like he's got like dementia or something, mm -hmm. you know. It was so. It was really good. It's also really funny when uh, Will becomes the new Davy Jones, and they uh, the curse is broken, and everybody is becoming regular boys. He like mm -hmm. when when it the camera gets to Bootstrap Bill, he's like holding a starfish in his hand, just looking at it confused. <laughs> like, did this <laughs> used to be this? part of my face? He's <laughs> <laughs> great. You know, it is gross because like you see animal parts like falling onto the, sh the, the ship. Yeah. And it's presumed that those are like their faces and stuff. So their um, face falls off. Yeah. Their face falls off. Yeah. But they're um, healed. So, would you like me to convince you that this movie is good? Um, my body is a wonderland. I actually, or... I the only way I know how to start is to hear you tell me why you think it's not good, so I can respond to those things. So, why do you <laughs> Guys, think it's not I, good? It's it's too long. This is true. This is why it is four stars and not five. <laughs> okay, way too long. Um, a little too long. Davy Davy Jones is at least in the early parts, kind of lame. Yeah. yeah. He's more of a prop than a villain in this one. 
correct. Um, which he was the best part about chapter two. I I really enjoy seeing him just become a shriveling little baby who submits to Beckett. I don't know. I just enjoy it. I think Bill Nye's performance is really good in this one too because he's still in the movie quite a bit. He's just not in charge. And I you do get to see him sword fight, which is pretty cool. Yes, you do. Um, and you get to. I like the love story with Calypso thing. I think that's very interesting. I like his scene with Calypso where he becomes a real boy for just a second. I thought it was really funny when he's like, he's got his claw stuck in the the metal bars, and he's like, "Darn it!" And then he yes. just like breathes deep, and he's like, "Okay," and he manifests through the bars. Yeah, I love that. Chandler, Chandler, and I were watching this together, and she just goes, "What?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, he could he could do that the whole time. Um, he's very good. Okay, <laughs> what else do you not like? Chandler, what did we not like about Pirates of the Caribbean 3? She's not good at this. She said, I'm scared. Um, she you got nothing. It's a masterpiece. She, no, it's not a masterpiece. Um, Jack is stupid in this. Jack has always been stupid, I feel like. Yeah, but he is heightened stupid in this one. I, I would argue no more than the last movie. And I would not argue much more than the first almost movie. three times as much. No way, disagree. Yeah, how so? Damn. It was just it, it was very la- like you know I'll use this analogy again. In from the, from the first to the second one, he became like more Jar Jar esque, and then in the second to the third, it was just heightened even more. He became silly and goofy. I and think not he's like always an, been that way. I don't, but not in an endearing way. He wasn't. I don't know. I I mean, he's never been my favorite part of these movies, so I don't really care that much about him. Uh, but yeah, that didn't bother me. Uh, okay, I love how weird and trippy this movie is. I love the Davy Jones locker when there's a bunch of jacks on the ship. I love the ship getting carried away by crabs. I just love how strange this movie is. I love Singapore, like that they're. Just that whole world is very fun to me. Um, and then it's got a really cool ship battle on a maelstrom, and that's very cool. I like that there's a big castle of dead ships. These are the uh, things that I like. I, at the beginning of the movie, I was thinking, I was like, is this a musical? Because there is a part where all the pirates sing, and then yeah. when we get to Singapore, there's even more singing, and... I just couldn't remember. I was like, how much singing is in this dang movie? Apparently it's a lot. Uh, No, not much. Just kind of those two times. I really like that opening scene. It's a lot of fun. Very dark getting, seeing all, all the boots hanged. go like down th- through the floor. It's like, this is a yes. Disney movie. And there I is can, a kid that gets hanged right at the beginning. You, yeah, He's wearing braces? Was he really? <laughs> it seems like he has braces on. <laughs> Uh yeah, I can remember in the theaters seeing that happen, like seeing the feet, you know, plop down and feeling disturbed by it. Yeah. Uh, cause yes, it is a Disney property, and that was that was disturbing. Um, okay, what else? What what else makes this movie a masterpiece? Um, it's good, and I like it. Well, it's you've a, convinced it's me. It's a cool pirate adventure. <laughs> I do like pirate law. That's pretty cool. Pirate the- politics. 
I never get bored in this movie. I get bored in uh, the second one. I get insanely bored in the second one. I never get bored in this one. For some reason, it's just exciting to me all the way through. Apparently, Beckett is an admiral now, so that's um, cool. Is that cool? Are, are well, we happy about that? There's a scene. I sent you the scene. There's a scene that was cut out of the second one that I guess is a little integral to the third one. Would you? Do you think that it, like... No. Clarifies a few things. Not at all. Everything in that scene was implied. Correct. It was absolutely implied. But the scene that was cut out of the second one after um, Norrington gives um, Beckett the heart, uh, Norrington's like, "Well, congrats, you are a admiral now." And he's like, "Great, cool. I'm an admiral now. Let me kill all those pirates." And he goes, "Let me add a ship to your fleet." And then we see Davy Jones take his hat off. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, that's that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, you sent me that that scene like you were saying. Did do you think that scene should have been the movie? Cuz I think it's very dumb. No, I don't think that it should. Okay, have good. Been. But we agree. um it did clarify something. It doesn't or clarify I guess it made, anything. Everything no, I, I, in well, it was clear, I feel like. It was clear, but it like it's a trend it's a more linear transition i guess from the second to the third i don't know there's there were no questions that i was unaware of that i that were not that were answered by that clip but uh whatever i think it's bad scene don't need it um i like when the man breaks his toes off in this movie that's fun in the cold (laughs) (laughs) i like that you like the trippy stuff the trippy stuff is so good i like when they when the swords pop out of the ground um, when they're in Singapore, because silly and funny That's are underneath trippy. them. That's not I'm not. I wasn't saying it was. I was just. <laughs> I'm saying things that I like about this movie. Oh, I see. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, the Singapore stuff. One thing that I can appreciate about this movie, um, and it probably has to do with the <laughs> fact that you know this was the most expensive movie ever made at the time, three hundred million dollars. Um, is that That's there are more a lot of, than we've made from this podcast so far. Yeah, like more than half. But um, a lot of the things that were done, including filming some of the whirlpool scene at the end, was all practical. Like the whole Singapore set, the explosions, um, the whole thing, all practical, built on a soundstage. They built a river with a, with a town and a fortress on top of it on a soundstage. Um, and that's impressive. Yeah. But it's a um, good movie. <laughs> you know, I, I uh, <laughs> you're not convincing me entirely. If I were healed and were at you know at least eighty percent of capacity health wise, I think I could argue a bit better. I think if we weren't both sick right now, we would both be arguing way more passionately our sides. But <laughs> probably <laughs> like, every time you say something, I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I like it though. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, he wins. Okay. They go over a uh, waterfall, and Barbosa is laughing maniacally. I love that. Ah, <laughs> uh, such a good scene. It, <laughs> when that, uh, when they went over the waterfall, you know, you don't see them for a while after they fall over the waterfall. Did you think they were just dead? No. Uh, Chandler goes, "Are they dead?" And I was like, "I was like, yeah, they are." And then we don't see them for a long time, like maybe twenty minutes, and. She's just like, what? No. But, yeah, they weren't. They I mean, they are kind of 
dead. Like they go to the afterlife essentially. Actually, I would believe that they do get killed. Yeah, in that. I think they do die. I think that's what happens. Um, really? They just yeah, they have to die in a very specific way that sends them to Davy Jones' locker. But yeah, I think they have they to die. die by the ocean. They went to I the land of the dead. I don't know how else to explain that other than they died. <laughs> but did they die? Um. Yeah, they died. Okay. Um. Great. So, Beckett is a bad guy whose whole thing is being a pirate is bad, and we're just supposed to immediately disagree with him. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas, piracy is, I would say, a bad thing to do, right? Yes, if your MO is to rape, pillage, and plunder, then yes, that is bad. Yeah, but I mean, I'm on I board mean, with this because it seems like he's like his last line is what it's like it's all good business or something like that. Yeah, like he's just like that. in it for money, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, this movie, like compared to the others, I think is a little more political than the other pirate movies. Uh, just because it's like the bad guy in this one isn't somebody that's like a ghost or a demon or the devil itself. It's well, like Beckett's the bad. The last one too. Right, but uh, Davy Jones is like the recognizable baddie in in the second one. Um, it, this movie is like, what is bad? Oh, Im- imperialism, or you know, uh, somebody wanting to ruin someone else's life to make a profit. I guess. Um, I, that that's kind of the takeaway. I that guess I so, from. but also, isn't that what piracy is—ruining <laughs> someone else's life to make a profit? Correct, it is. It's kind um, of fuzzy. It, you just can't think too hard about it. Right. It's like piracy is bad, and we're just supposed to be like, yeah, but it looks so fun, though. I mean, like in the first one, they steal a boat to rescue <laughs> Elizabeth, and I guess that's supposed to be our whole reason for thinking that sometimes piracy is okay. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's like Batman crime, like you said earlier. You do yeah. one crime to cancel out a worse one. It's like Batman crimes. Batman crimes, correct. Um, okay, so the when they fall off the waterfall, as we were talking about, um, mm-hmm. the audio not there... Not a waterfall. Not a waterfall. Oh, it is... The edge of the world. It Well, it is the waterfall. It's the ultimate waterfall. The main one. The biggest yeah. one. Um, you know what the audio is when it fades to black there? Before it cuts uh, to Jack and Davy Jones's locker, what is the audio? It is the uh, it's from the ride at Disney World, what? where it's just really? like yo ho yo ho yo ho. It just you just hear audio from the ride, and I love that so much. Huh, that's interesting. Uh, I can appreciate that. I loved. I I noticed that when I saw it in the theater as a seventh grader, and I about pooped my pants because I had like <laughs> recently gone to Disney World, and I was like, that's from the ride. Um, it all makes sense. It's not just a coincidence. It's canon. Um, <laughs> they have canonized the ride since then. Um, occasionally throughout this episode, I might just list to you things that are good in this movie. And here's another one at random. Uh, Jack Sparrow licks his brain, and that is good. Mm, he licks a few things in this. He licks a rock that is also a crab. Yep. And he licks his brain. He licks his brain. Uh, Calyp- Calypso gets real big, and I like that scene a lot because I think it looks really cool when she's growing. I thought for a while she like when they were like talking to her, and she's you know a giant, and she just like screams, you know, deeply, and then turns into crabs. I thought she was just like saying nothing, but apparently she's saying French. Oh, um, 
which I cannot remember what the translation is, but it's something like "Seek ye the end of the world." So many crabs! Like I'm I'm so many. Crabs. I'm about to turn into crabs. <laughs> Run! Um, I another do thing... like that. Oh, go ahead. Um, funny, um, not silly, but funny with the one eye, because mm-hmm. uh, I think we can agree that silly is the other one. Um, sure. And funny is the skinny one, uh, with one eye. Yeah, I'm. I'm cool um, with that. I like that. He is the one to like. What? what how? They're they're supposed to like. They have their nine. Say pieces it in a of eight. sultry way or. Oh whatever. oh oh oh! You're talking. So about, he's okay. like say it like you're speaking to a lover. Yeah. And he's like, I'll do it. <laughs> I know how to speak to a lover. I know uh, how to speak to a lover. You got to say it right. Um. Yeah, I like that, and then I like that his eye is one of the pieces of eight. Correct. He's like, I kept it for you all these years. Um. Yeah. Pirate politics. Pirate politics. Okay, yes. I love the whole, like, pirate lord thing. I love that. I love the scene where they all have to vote on who the pirate king is, and they all vote for themselves, and then Jack votes for Elizabeth. That's great. Um, Uh, You said Keith Richards' character is a pirate lord. He is not a pirate lord. Yeah. He's the keeper of the Oh, that's what he is. He's just the rules. Yeah, he's the rules. He's Mr. Rules. (laughs) He's Jordan Von Strangle in uh, this universe. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, another thing that is good, the electric guitar music that plays when they're on the island and Davy Jones yes. standing in a little bucket. <laughs> <laughs> How did they get him in the bucket? I don't know. Well, I did think getting like, him in the bucket. put him on a little red wagon? Yeah, I think getting him along. in the bucket probably wasn't hard, but getting him to shore for while he's in the bucket, I don't know. Maybe they had to yeah. have like multiple buckets that he could Several step buckets. In. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another thing that's good is the return of other silly and funny. Um, mm-hmm. another thing that's good is the the weird soundtrack during the whole Davy Jones locker thing, where the sh- the ship's being carried away by crabs. Like the score is just so bizarre there and doesn't sound like anything out of the first two movies, and I love that. Um, yeah. I like Barbosa marrying them in the battle. We already talked about that. Um, okay, here's the criticism. Eelhead is in this one. Sorry. Oh, he's great. Pirate. He gets his head chopped off. um, Yes. Which I wondered when that happened. I was like, what happens to these undead dudes when they die? (laughs) Yeah, where did they go? They go to Davy Jones' double locker? I don't know. No, they just go to hell at this point, I guess. I guess so. Um, Okay, my criticism. The scene, so after they kill Davy Jones. There's like still a whole battle that needs to happen, um, where uh, Will comes back up with the Flying Dutchman and they like surround Beckett's ship, and that ship is going down. I feel like that scene is too drawn out, where Beckett's like dying and he's just staring off into this distance. They think that we care way more about Beckett than we actually do. <laughs> yeah. See, here's the thing. I do think that it was a pretty cool shot seeing him like descend the ship yes. as it's being shot by cannons. Um, I do think that that's a pretty cool shot. The ship does explode, so there's that. It's a cool shot. I just feel like like Davy Jones has already died. The storm is over. Like there, that is too drawn out. Like it it needs to wrap up quicker. Um, yeah, that's like honestly the only thing that I would trim down though. Like I don't think the movie is uh, like it's a long movie, but I like all of it. Yeah. So I, I did, um, you know, talk to you earlier um, about how I watched some behind-the-scenes stuff and how bonkers it was. Mm-hmm. Um, they did build 
two ships and then have them propped at like a 45 degree angle for the whirlpool scene they put them in like an airport hangar and so Love and they that. had uh rain machines over them and watching interviews with all the uh the cast and crew they're like yeah we're making this pirate movie and uh it's pretty miserable honestly because their costumes were like period accurate and i think uh jeffrey rush said that his costume alone unsoaked in water weighs close to 45 pounds and then after being soaked it's like an additional 20 pounds on him yeah and they had to perform on a slope um, so that's just impressive that they went through that. And that's also probably why it cost $300 million. Yeah. And this, the scene where they're flipping the ship upside down, too, is like, that's just a lot of very large practical things happening. When they have to flip the ship. Yeah. Yeah. That they, like, had to go out into the ocean and actually <laughs> flip a ship. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I am seeing... Two words on our notes that are giving me a sense of dread. <laughs> okay. And they are... Are you ready for this? Clint's bit. <laughs> Clint has a bit, as he describes it. What is your bit? I do have a bit. My bit. So this is related to the Pirates of the Caribbean series exclusively. Um, in this, I feel like we were kind of led into the pirate lore a little bit further Um, You know, we got to see where the pirate lords are housed. Uh, We got to learn about their mythos in a way. And with that, we got to hear some more pirate language and phrases. So here's the game. It's called Pirate Vocabulary. I'm going to give you a pirate definition from (laughs) pirates.com. Pirates.com. Yes. From pirates.com, I'm going to give you the definition, and I want you to try and tell me what you think this voc- pirate vocabulary word is. Okay, I'm in. All right, are you, are you ready for it? Here's the first one. And I'm going to say it like a pirate. Okay. Okay. Bring a spring upon her cable. What? A spring upon Br- her cable? Bring a spring upon her cable. Um. So I'm telling you what this means. Yes, what do you think bring a spring upon her cable means i think that means like tie the rope to something you're kind of close uh bring a spring upon her cable does mean to come around in a different direction oftentimes as a surprise maneuver um okay i don't think that's at all what i said but thanks for saying i was close well you said ropes uh so here's a here's a good one (laughs) ready for this yes crack jenny's teacup (laughs) okay i think that means um crack jenny's teacup crack jenny's teacup yes so jenny's teacup is um the other ship in a pirate battle and crack jenny's teacup means to fire the cannons at the other ship (laughs) you are incorrect do you want to take another guess i don't because i don't have anything Okay, it means to spend a night in a house of ill repute. Ah, he's going to go, he's going over there to crack Jenny's teacup. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Gross. there's that. Um here here's another one. Dance the hemp pin jig. The hemp pin jig? Yes. Dance the hemp pin jig. 
I think that means walk the plank. Oh, you're you're so close. It does have to do with death. Dance the hempen jig. Uh, get shot. <laughs> I try again. You're so close. We see it in this movie. I want you to get one. Uh, fall into the sea. Dang it! Uh, come on, dude. It's when it's when you hang. That's what you, you uh, hang. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he he committed a crime, so he's gonna go dance the hempen jig. Okay, I gotcha. Show a leg. Show a leg. <laughs> uh, yes. Take your pants off. No. Incorrect. Show a leg. Um, run. A phrase used to wake a sleeping pirate. Okay. We're under attack. Show a leg. I guess that means like stick your leg out of the hammock. Yes. Here's a. Here's your final one. Okay. Take a caulk. Take a caulk. Take a caulk. A caulk. It's the inverse of show a leg. Um, go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's take a caulk. He's gonna go take a caulk. Interesting. He's had a he's had a rough day. He's gonna go take a caulk. Weird. But that um, that's uh that that <laughs> that was my bit. Probably. <laughs> I've been preparing all all week. Here is the sound effect for that bit. I was hoping that you would use that I just uh, sound hit, effect. I just hit it at random. Oh um, uh, no! You just you just shot me. Now I'm gonna go. Um, <laughs> What am I gonna? You just shot me. I'm gonna go crack Jenny's teacup. Oh, that's funny. Um, I thought you were gonna try and transition me into our next segment, which is oh, hot takes from online. But guess what? This week I'm doing it. Congrats! Because Clint had his own bit that we'll never do again <laughs> unless we talk about another pirate movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I have three for you, and for the new listeners, this is when we um get some reviews from online to hear what the internet thinks about these movies. Um, these are from IMDb and I, uh, this is what we call a compliment sandwich, which is where you say something nice to someone and then you say a bad thing, like something they could work on. And then you say Mm -hmm. something nice again so that they feel good about themselves. That's Um, such a youth pastor thing. It is. And so I have three reviews. It's a compliment sandwich because the first one and the third one are very positive reviews. The second one is not so positive. And you know what? Mm. They shouldn't call it a compliment sandwich. They should call it an insult sandwich because you don't name the sandwich after the bread. Yeah, you're not like, I had a bread sandwich. Right. So um, this first one comes from Smurf92. Oh, it's <laughs> actually Smurf921. Oh. Um, and these are all from right after it came out. They're all from... Uh, the first two are from May 2007. The second one's from June 2007. So right uh, right when the movie came out. <clears throat> and the headline for this one is excellent, dot, 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 the best action slash fantasy film. The best. Mm, it's a 10 okay. out of 10. The very best. <clears throat> the, be- the best action film. So this is, film. <laughs> this is what Smurf 90, 921 says. I absolutely loved this film. It sucked you right in. From the beginning and held you to the very end. Make sure wait through the screen credits. The real photography was beautiful with stunning locations. The CG was some of the best I've seen. I don't disagree. This film is <laughs> often bright and pleasing to the eye, unlike many others. <laughs> Special effects? Awesome. 
The set slash ships were proof of the attention to detail in the art and construction departments. The story and the way it was acted out just couldn't have been better. (laughs) It was exciting, maybe a little scary for the little ones, and oftentimes very funny. I can't imagine the amount of research involved putting this all together. I was expecting that review to end with, and this is my review of Pirates of the Caribbean 3. No, it ends with them marveling at the research they had to do about pirates. Here's our second one. This is from In the Dump 30. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, And it is a 1 out of 10, and they say, simple, awful. Um, So here's the review. And there are spoilers in it, apparently. Pirates 1 equal awesome. Pirates 2 equal okay. Pirates 3 equal awful. I do not recommend this movie. I feel that the writers ruined the plot with too many jokes, not enough plot, and too unrealistic of things. Like Jack Sparrow. (laughs) Why does he have have doubles and shoulder angels? A very stupid effect, in my opinion. I wish I could have said that these movies come to a good conclusion, but I don't even understand the whole, let's get married during a big fight. What the heck? Who would get married during a fight? It seems like this movie went way past P-A-S-S-E-D, my range of realism. (laughs) I'm not saying that the graphics were bad or that the acting was bad. It was the driven plot. Again, if all of these movies were like Pirates 1, I would be... Oh, sorry. If all of the movies... Like all movies in general, were like <laughs> Pirates One. I would be a real happy right now, but unfortunately, <laughs> they aren't. You see, I was having a, such a difficult time articulating why I didn't like this movie, but it, in the dumps really kind of put it into perspective for me. So yeah, thanks. In the dumps, I he. I mean, he did lose me when he was doing equations early on. <laughs> um, but, you know, whatever, dude. More power to you. Good I don't think that the acting was bad. I disagree with that. Um, past the range of realism, uh, yeah, it's not real. There's an octopus, man. Yeah, uh, wait till you see the first one or um, the second one. And then he says, what the heck? Who would get married during a fight? Um, if I could get married the way Will and Elizabeth do in this movie, I would do it. I yes. would marry anyone this way if, I could, if this that- is the way I could be married. You were at my wedding, and you know that we tried we tried our best to get married like that. In a maelstrom while fighting yes. the Brits. But we, you know, had a difficult time because we were in Cleveland and the the audience wasn't into it when we handed them swords and said, Okay, you have to fight, but no stab. No um, stab. Just so slap it, with sword. Um, just slap with sword. <laughs> Wow, I am very sick. Um, I have one more review for you. Here's the bottom piece of bread of our compliment sandwich. This is from Showstopper. Um, Showstopper. And it is a 10, 10 out of 10. There, The headline is, You would love this brilliant work if you're in- intelligent and observant. No. And this is how I feel. I sign off on everything that Showstopper says. Okay, here we go. One of This is a very long review, but I'm just going to read the beginning and the end. Um Here's the beginning. One of the best movies I've ever seen. Truly amazing. Nothing was amiss, in my opinion. Let me wow. start. And this is, this is the beginning of like a... Uh, it's like a couple pages. Um, and they say, Let me start by saying that for anyone to enjoy this movie, they would have 
to have a good sense of observation, along with a wee bit of intelligence, <laughs> because I know many and have seen many people who could not understand the movie, even though they have seen the previous two. My only conclusion would be that they are a wee bit short of the brain clan. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. It's like people that are like, Rick and Morty is only for smart people. <laughs> uh, they go on to say, the movie was fantastic. I loved both the first two. In fact, I like Dead Man's Chest more than the first one. It seems that the POC movies keep getting better with the sequels, at least for me. Um, and then it goes on for several P-O-C. paragraphs. POC. Yeah, that's not what POC means. <laughs> um, this is the end of the review. Before I leave... I would like to address one last issue. Many have complained that the movie was too long. Well, I found that an added bonus. In fact, I was just thinking throughout the movie, please let it go on forever. Oh, please. I mean, there there just wasn't one scene which wasn't interesting. I could, oh, sorry. If I could, I would rate this movie a perfect 10 out of 10. And Showstopper, you can and you have. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, and didn't they? (laughs) They did. Uh... So that's our compliment sandwich. That was hot takes from online. I'd say that was subpar. I really enjoyed the bottom piece of bread of that sandwich. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you, you, I, you know, maybe I am lacking in the brain piece. You are lacking. You are. You are a wee bit short of the brain clan. <laughs> the brain plan. That's what it says. The brain clan. Yeah, I'm a, a wee bit short of the brain plan. No brain. clan. The brain clan. Oh. The Brain Clan. Yes. I um, see. So that's Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Uh, we got to put it through our four questions that we put every movie through, which are, is this movie good for kids? Is it good for adults? Does it stand the test of time? And is it as good as Arrival? Um, <laughs> first question, Clint, is this movie good for kids? Um, No. This movie is not good for kids. I think it's too long for kids. Kids are dumb and have a short attention span. And uh, it, it's way too long and too violent as well for the kid. Ugh. I think you're a stinky doo-doo head. For me, as a seventh grader, when I saw it, I'm defining that as kid for this. And uh, I think it was good for me because I loved it. I'm saying yes to number one. We've come to the conclusion that our definition of kids are two different yes. things. No, Mine, we've come Timbaline. to the con- I mean, it can what? be whatever it is for each movie. I feel like it changes for the movie we're talking about. This is a PG-13 yeah, movie. So, like, I'm I'm going with the, like, 13, 14-year-old side of things. Okay, I'm going for younger for this one, then. Fine. Because uh, I'm younger f- than you. You are younger than me. Is it good for adults? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll say it's good for adults. Yeah, I think so. But you clearly yeah. don't because you gave it a 4 out of 10. But I'm not an adult. Oh, okay. Uh, does it stand the test of time for you? Um, Here's the thing. Even though I did give it a 4 out of 10 when I saw it this time with my 25-year-old <laughs> eyes, um, I probably would have given it a 3 out of 10 the first time I saw it. Oh, wow. So it did age better for me. So is that a yes? The answer is yes. Okay. Uh, yes, for me too. <coughs> I think I liked it slightly less than I did when I was a wee little boy, but still mm. fantastic. Um, mm. Is this movie as good as Arrival? Uh, no. It is not as good as Arrival. I will say that. Um, so 
it's does this go to Davy Jones Locker? Uh, no, this one does not go I'm to Davy Jones Locker. I believe that this uh, and since we added the fourth, it does complicate it a little bit more. Um, let's I think see. you that have means... to get. I mean, if you say because it's a scoring system out of eight, because we're each answering four questions. Correct. So you, ha- I think you have to get more than four to not go to Davy Jones Locker, or or four or more. And this one got three and a half. How did it get three and a half? How could it wait, get because, a half? Oh well, it got. Wait, yeah, you're right. It didn't get a half. I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm so silly. You're so silly. Um, so on the first question, I am okay, so you're one. A, you're an engineer. You should do. You should uh, do this. Three. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's like a five. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. It doesn't go up into up up into our rafters. It walks. It does not go to our clever little girls, but uh, it stands at the end of the gym. We throw rocks at it. Yeah, there, it goes to the dog jail. It goes to dog jail. Um, so which the dog been... is back in this movie, by the way. So there's that. <laughs> um, I'm looking at our notes, and it says announcements. And normally we announce what the next movie is, but mm-hmm. honestly, Clint, I, I don't know. Hey, I'm ahead of you, bud. I already pulled up our Google Drive. Oh, okay. Um, what is? I it? already pulled up our sheet. What's our next um, step? Our next step because. We will be entering into Merry Christmas Jesus season. Merry Christmas uh, Jesus. Our next episode, and I Hanukkah guess. And Hanukkah too. And Hanukkah too, yeah. Uh, sorry. And Thanksgiving. And, and Halloween already happened. Mm-hmm. And you, you and got any Easter is coming in April, <laughs> but we probably won't do an Easter episode. And sometimes there is Fourth of July, so maybe we'll talk about America. Our next episode is Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, oh, yes. which is on Disney+. Plus. Oh, is it? Oh, that's great. That's great news. Um, Correct. That's very exciting. I'm excited to watch that. I love New York movies. <gasps> I do, too. Oh, they should we... make more of them. We won't say what our other one is that we're doing after that, but it is, is it what I think it is? Is it another Christmas New York movie? That really it is. It down Correct. people. <laughs> Man, yeah, I really. Love... My favorite kind of movie is a movie that's Christmas in New York. Ugh, love it so much. New York um, does have the best Christmases. It's got the best ones. So uh, we're doing Home Alone 2 for our next episode. Um, based on our hints, you can probably <laughs> guess what our next one is after that, but you might be wrong. Um, mm-hmm. You should follow us it's on Cloverfield. social media. It's Cloverfield. Oh, Cloverfield, yeah. Clovermill. Clovermill. Um, I have a personal Twitter account. It's at Elisha P. Smith, and that's my letterbox, too. Um, Clint, are you on social media? I am on social media. I am at Clint JH Page. The JH stands for Jazz Hands on Twitter and Letterboxd. Um, are you FaceTiming me? Am I? Hello? Oh, I'm not meaning. Hey! <laughs> Clint just accidentally FaceTimed me in the middle of our recording. Um, I, uh, hey. hey there. Um, we have the same ceilings. Look at that. We do have the same ceilings. That's great. Uh, we have a Twitter, too, for our show. It's purely nostalgia with an at sign in the front because that's what they do for Twitter accounts. Um, and for Instagram, it's purely nostalgia pod. you got to put a pod at the end. So, yeah. um, well, uh, that'll do, Donkey. We'll see you soon. And Skinath for listening.
sent a bunch of behind the scenes stuff for um, At World's End, and it it's bonkers what they did for this movie. What did they do? Did they make real pirates from the DNA of pirates stuck yeah. in um, whatever that was in maple syrup no, or but, whatever? But like <laughs> from um, car or from like mosquito blood stuck in amber mm-hmm. on a tree. Yeah, yeah. That's that's good. I wish that you would have saved that for us recording. Well, um, yeah, man. But I I'm I, I'm we not gonna put give this it at away the end of the episode. That's true. 